You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. The gang is back together, and do we have some stories for you. We'll take you all across campus for a taste of winning among Liberty Athletics. What is the ceiling for this Flames baseball team, and what are the key pieces to the Lady Flames field hockey success? Four... We'll hit the links. Matt Warner is actually not on the course, so we'll know where the balls are. And who is breaking records in men's track? It's not who you think. Plus, does Red have another chick in the coop? (laughs) Now from our studio at Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia, here's your host, Emily Austin, with Matt Warner and Rhett McGibbon. Okay, well, welcome back, everyone. We are just talking. I feel like it's been forever since we've all three been together and really just the three of us right Right. we've had uh, so many guests on for our flames nation listeners and flame central podcast listeners so welcome back guys Rhett you have a new addition to the family can't wait to hear some stories on that yeah baby eight is uh back home now so that's good Alora. so I was gonna say is there a name or is it baby eight we're we're still working on that (laughs) I I, you know when I uh actually went one time to when we had our twins I called I called them Twin A and Twin B. That's nice. And the doctor looked at me like, what are their names? (laughs) I was like, okay, all right, I got you. I love it. Well, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, Feels good to be back in Lynchburg. We were just on a work trip getting some alumni stories out in Colorado. So it looks like Liberty Athletics has picked up right where it left off as far as the success among pretty much all of the sports. We're going to start things off with baseball, but... There's something that I want to talk about in spring football in just a moment. One of the the new additions to this team that I really thought when I was watching this video online last night that it was in fast forward. But like I said, we'll talk about that in just a minute. Liberty Baseball, I mean, there was a point where they had 13 straight wins yeah. this season. With It's not like they were just playing nobody's no. match. These were like really good opponents, University of North Carolina. Um, and then they just had a series at Beller- Bellarmine. Um, what can you tell us about this crew? Well, I mean, watching this group, and you said they beat UNC twice. They beat UVA, just thumped them uh, here this past week. Watching this group, I was thinking, like, what's the weakness? Like, what's the flaw that would hold this team back? And I don't know what it is because you have the pitching. You talk about some great arms that they can throw out there on the weekend. You have veteran hitters throughout that lineup. You have depth. They've been playing, remember, most of this season, or at least the last month or so, without Brandon Rohrer, who was their starting right fielder, who got hit in the face uh, in their home opener. He's finally back, so that gives you some versatility in what you can do with your lineup. Like, their bullpen, they have some great arms down there that have been really good this year. Like, I don't know what the flaw is, and as I'm watching them, I'm like, can this team make, like, a super regional? Yeah. Like, if, if the pieces fall right, could they make... You hate, to, you hate to even throw out that. Could they make it to Omaha? Yeah, I think they could. Like, I think they have that kind of potential uh, on this group. And the scary thing is they haven't offensively, I think, even come close to reaching their ceiling yet. They've had some guys that have been good, but top to bottom, I think they still have room for growth. And so, yeah, this team is really, really scary. You know what's so interesting about baseball is it's one of those sports where – You know, if you have the pitching, sometimes it's just the starting pitching and then your bullpen, um, you know, might bring a weakness or you have both um, ends of the pitching, but then you don't have the You don't score enough. Exactly. So it's just it's just so cool to see that Liberty already has all of the pieces in place this early in the season. They can win any style of game. If it turns into a pitcher's duel, they can win that. If you got to score runs, they have an offense that on some nights 
can do that. And again, I think that's where the room, there is still some room for growth, but they've been pretty darn good hitting the baseball as well. It kind of reminds you of that year when Coastal Carolina won it all. Do you remember that? That was out of the blue, right? Yeah, yeah but totally. it was a bunch of veterans, a lot of seniors on that team, and then they got hot at the right time right. and they and they rolled through. And yeah, Liberty, like you want to talk about some of the pickups they made in the offseason, yeah. transfer guys that have stepped right in. Like Scott Jackson has to be thrilled with where they're sitting right now, which is, by the way, 16 and 6. Wow, that's good. That's, that's pretty impressive. What about what? the Gibson kid? I want to know oh, about man. him. Yeah, so Red. Trey Gibson is ranked as the top right-hander and the fourth top pitching prospect by Perfect Game in Virginia in 2020. Yeah. I have not seen him play. Oh, man. Let me just say, so he's their Sunday starter right now. So the next time the Flames play at home on the weekend is, so it, that would be April 11th would be the next next time he would be slated oh, to pitch. I'm out of town. Like, no, I'm kidding. Of course you are. Yeah. <laughs> like, like get out there and watch this kid. Yeah. He is not a normal freshman. Like, there was a lot of hype about him going in. He struggled his first couple of starts. The way he's pitching now, here's what we got, all right? His last four starts, 25 innings, two earned runs, 33 strikeouts, wow. five walks. He has been dominant. Wow. He went, I think it was eight and uh, eight and a third, I think it was, or eight and two thirds against uh, Bellerman here in his last start on Sunday. He is filthy. And he's the type of kid where, yeah, he hasn't been in those big moments yet at the college you know, level. But if you get him in, you know, matching up against anybody you could face in a regional, like he has the potential and the stuff to carry you. That's like, crazy. He is nasty. I feel like we've never had this as a freshman, at least in my memory recently. Like if you go back, you've had some guys that's like, okay, it's his junior, senior year, and he yeah. is just, he's developed into a stud. But to have a stud right from the get go, and you know you're going to have him for two more years, that's the that's one pretty special. The one guy was, you remember Parker Bean? He had a huge freshman that's year. That's true, yeah. And then it just kind of didn't, he didn't kind of carry on as much from there. But this kid, like just in terms of sheer like stuff, is at a higher level than that, even. Okay. And like, again, you look at him and you think, this kid should be like just body wise, yeah. Like, oh, he should be pitching in AAA or, or right a, now, like knocking man. on the door. Okay. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's unreal. This kid is next level. That's cool. All right, April eleventh. Mark your mark calendars for that. Um, where does this uh, Liberty team sit in the A Sun? Well, right now they're so they're doing two divisions this year because of COVID. They're splitting the divisions so that you're. Are you a fan of that? Uh, I kind of like seeing them play everybody, you know, and like yeah. a normal schedule. Might as well get used to it, though, right? With all the teams coming in, that's true. Like this yeah, is this is going to be that's the very true. Maybe yeah. a preview of what's to come. But Liberty five and one right now, leading their division. Uh, Kennesaw State is four and two. Liberty plays Kennesaw State this next weekend down there in Georgia. If Liberty wins that series, like if they take two or three, or somehow sweep. Suddenly, you you have a stranglehold on that division. I know yeah. there's a ways to go, but you put yourself in a great spot uh, to win the, the 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 division there. And uh, then you got all the Florida schools down in the other division. But yeah, they're they're looking incredible right now. And play Duke tomorrow night, so another chance. They're unbeaten against the ACC this year. Another chance on the road this time to go in and see if they can get Duke tomorrow. What about uh, softball, Rhett? It looks like they got their games canceled. You That's guys right. mentioned it. No other look about it. Yeah, Lipscomb unfortunately got. Uh, Got the COVID. Got the COVID. So, uh, yeah, games are canceled. But they do play Tennessee tomorrow. So that will yeah. be a good contest for them, especially coming off that win over Arkansas. If they could knock off uh, another SEC opponent, that would be pretty special. So remind me what's going on with baseball, softball cancellations. Do they have to make up those series, or what are they? do they See, have a yeah, plan? I don't know. I don't know that you're going to have time in yeah, your that's schedule to, to fit those in. So it may just be – you remember, was it two years ago – 
where there were some some games canceled, and so they just went by sheer win percentage is who won the conference. That's probably what they're going to have to do again in that case because I just don't see how you, you squeeze those in later on in the schedule. I will. I will. Can I say this though yeah. about softball before we get off of it? And I and I want to forget because I do have baby brain right now. And that is Emily Kirby has taken her game to another level. Oh yeah, and she was behind uh, DiMartino and Cassidy for two years. So this is her junior season, and man, a lefty, she can throw some heat. She has got the stuff going. Like it, it took her a little while. I think it took her some time to be like, okay. Do I have what it takes to be an ace? I've been behind two of the best pitchers in Liberty program history, but now, like, do I have what it takes to be a dominant D1 pitcher? And something clicked, and, man, she has just been mowing them down. Like, she has been near untouchable, and it has been fun to watch. Super nice girl, and great to see the way she's been going. And so now the Flames with her rolling, and Keeney is just – like it's kind of a one A one B situation, but if you throw Kirby first and then you can throw Keeney right behind her, like that sets up the flame so nice moving forward. So she shut out Arkansas. Eight, yes, eighteen shutout innings last, or this yeah. was a couple weeks ago when she was named the ASUN player or pitcher like, of the week. Arkansas like led the country in home runs. Yeah, yeah. and she locked them up for right. was it ten innings? Is that yeah. what it ended up going? Ten innings. Like that's incredible. Yeah, it was. That was an amazing performance. Yeah, she, um, it said in this uh, press release, nearly unhittable in three games. She was 2-0 uh, and oh with the save, 24 strikeouts. It's just like, I, I don't know, what, I've never seen her pitch, but I don't know what she does that, um, you know, these 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 hitters can't make contact. We need contact. to get Dot on here. We need to, we get, need to get Dot, Dot on yeah. here. That would be fun. And we need to do like a Flame Central challenge because – like, you know how you guys used to do the game on challenges yeah. and then oh, I yeah. started working and here then and then stopped. you're like, oh, wait, we well, have, never a, were part of one? We have a legit athlete now. Well, so. no, it was actually because we <laughs> thought Bobby posed more of like a like it was more competitive. And we're like, well, this isn't going to be. Oh, this really? Isn't be like fair. Yeah. Fun. Well, she was a D1 athlete, too. So maybe you guys are. She just... was a yeah, golfer. Yeah, she yeah. was a golfer. So, yeah, we'll see. Sometimes as long as we don't as long as we don't do like some sort of long distance run. <laughs> I feel pretty confident yeah. if you go out. All right, we're going to run, you know. A 5K? Rhett and I just, we're no, done. I'll yeah. just quit. Yeah. I feel like I could beat Unless you guys in an 800. Or Probably. a shot put. Yeah, frick. I'm, I'm <laughs> shot, yeah, shot put? Yeah, 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 Rhett's going for all the field events. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's I'm do not, that. I'm not. I'm yeah. not Speaking of field Running events, yeah. uh, I, I guess I always knew that Liberty Track and Field was good, yeah. but oh my gosh. So, forgive me. I like to call him D. Griff, but um, DeMonte... Yeah. Diamante Griffin stole the show at the Texas Relays. So what do you guys know about the Texas Relays? They're in Texas. They're in Texas, <laughs> number one. Uh, it is one of the bigger it a- is events, a, right? That is a huge event. Well, D. Griff just uh, broke the 100-meter uh, dash record, and it stood for 27 for years for right. Liberty. Wow. A 10.19 is what he clocked in at. That is... Is I mean you would think that was Christian Lyon who, who was breaking records last year, especially in the two hundred. DeGriff also had his um, personal best in the two hundred. So, and and we were I was warned by Coach Pete in men's track about some of the sprinters that they had coming in, and hey, we could go to nationals this year. So it is just so exciting to see twenty seven years the yeah. hundred meter dash was was a record. Well, that's one thing that we always heard because track has been dominant, right? Yes. For for all the, this time with Coach Tolzma and, and now uh, moving on with Coach Bingham, but like was Liberty doesn't have the sprinters. 
Like they dominate in everything else. We know some of the legendary yeah, long distance runners they've had, true. Sam Chalenga and the like. But they're like, what? You know, sprinters, that's never really been the strength. Well, I mean, the last couple of years, Christian Lyon, now this kid, like, that's changing. And you're seeing them that's now true. compete and compete well in these other events that you're typically not used to seeing Liberty, you know, have success in at the national level. So that's exciting. It is. And then them in the four by one, that's just. That's the best race. I need to get yeah. you guys like into track because the four by one, oh, oh, you know, at the end of the the race, it's the last. It's, Is that what people do? Yeah, oh. it's like so exciting, and the whole entire crowd just, oh, oh. <laughs> you guys need to go to a track meet. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. after like the longest race, the two miles. I've not in been high into school. track since Donovan Bailey won the oh, hundred wow. meter, and that's. Oh my gosh! I love. I think that was '96 Atlanta. He was was 12 years. No, he wasn't. He was a good guy. Are you sure, Donovan? Yeah, I think you're thinking of Ben Johnson. Yes, I'm thinking of Ben Johnson. My apologies. No, that's okay. Donovan Bailey is a good guy. But um, yeah. Okay. Hey, one thing I wanted to say: you have to feel really happy, I guess, for Lance Bingham in the sense that you come off a coach that had just legendary success. And I'm sure there's always that thought of like, oh, I hope we do well the first year because this, not that it's going to go bad, but, right. you know, people are going to give you a kind of the side eye look. But, man, they've had just historic levels of success again this year. Happy for him because oh, such a nice dude. Great guy. Like, oh, so you, he's the kind of guy you want to go out and just drink a coffee and watch sports and yeah. just chat for the afternoon with. Yeah, good yeah. dude. Yeah, but and then you also missed out on this uh, outdoor season last year. So I uh, think that true. we're seeing a lot of – the success, you know, was saying that the tailwind is what helped D. Griff shatter his personal or previous personal best of ten forty two. Love a good tailwind. Also, yeah, me too. And I'm <laughs> flying cross country. Also, speaking of field events, Rhett, we need to get you out there with Chelsea Igbarasi. Ooh, good. Yeah. Look yeah. at that. I love I she's a monster. That's what you need to know about Emily. Okay. Is Emily does this thing <laughs> where she'll start to say a name and then she'll look at one of us like. Yeah. Will you finish? You got it for this? Me? Yeah, yeah. Help well, me out here. Yeah, yeah Chelsea Igbarasi. Well, okay, this is really bad because coming from a, a track background, I don't know what the hammer is. Oh, it's like this giant piece of metal on the end of a chain that you swing around and throw. She's a. She Wait, is, is it the ball? Uh, I, I'm gonna look it ball? up. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. It's a ball. Yeah, I did it like five years ago <laughs> a for a story. Like I went out with one of the young ladies that throws on the track team and. It's heavy. I can tell you that. Uh, <laughs> she smoked me. Oh, I know what this is. Wow. I would be interested to know what I could do not, with the hammer. Not far. But but uh, Chelsea hit a uh, 193-8, whatever that means. 193 feet, I think is what it is. <laughs> yeah. 193 <laughs> feet, 8 inches. Thanks, guys. That's an all-time oh, A-Sun conversation. Okay, yeah. speaking of, you know, I feel but like I'm hey, not really a blonde. Chelsea, though, she was smoking people earlier this year by like six feet. Like, it wasn't anything close. It's not like, oh, I got yeah. it by an inch. It was, like, my body length. Like, which, like not know. by a dash? Is that what you're exactly. saying? Exactly, yeah. Yes. Okay, yes. you guys. Yeah. Gosh, welcome back to right. work, Emily. Um, so, I guess I can be a little blonde at times, and I, you know, I hate to admit that, but it's true. So, we go out there uh, to Colorado and do a couple stories, and I'm, like, going in my gear bag because we, we have a chance to get out on the mountain to go snowboarding. And I have two left hand gloves. 
That's, oh my that's god! Nice. Yeah, yeah. Did you flip it over? You yeah, I just flipped yeah. it over. Oh, but you didn't do like backhand the whole way. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. wave it. My wrist was. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, people, you f all like get up. People are like, oh my gosh! Her <laughs> <wrist>. <laughs> hey, have I ever told you one of the first times I ever went skiing? Have I ever told you a story? I don't think so. Oh my goodness! So I, I was. I don't remember how old I was, but like skiing and ice skating similar because you're using your edges. Yeah. And I'm going, to, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go black, down to Black Diamond. Why, sure, why oh not? Boy. Bring it on. Yeah. So I do, and I'm doing okay. Then I hit the part, and I get the the ski pole caught in my groin. <laughs> I snap the ski pole <laughs> <No>. in half. <laughs> yes. I was bruised. Heavily. I bet you but were. Yeah. I'm like, I get up, I'm like. You know, obviously, yeah. tremendous pain. <laughs> and I'm like, where, where's my ski pole? And then I see it in two parts. And I'm like, that could have been really bad. Yeah, that could have like, been really bad. Yeah, you failed yourself. Yes. One of and then somebody, somebody ended up collecting it and then stole it, obviously, oh, well. and gifted it to me later. But yeah, that was my first skiing story. Now, How old, this was last season? No. <laughs> I was in my teens. I didn't yeah. go skiing, yeah, about early on. But yeah, <laughs> you I like skiing now. <laughs> you almost missed out on the eight kids there, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Save me some cash. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Liberty Field Hockey ranked number four in the country, yeah. Matt. You've been saying that this team has a potential to win I mean, nationals i mean they they they're in the ballpark if you're a top five team why absolutely not? uh they beat uconn earlier they did so they dropped one or two at old dominion old dominion seems like they've given them a little trouble maybe over yeah, the years it's a top 25 and, yeah, program right. too and they're a good program so we'll see where liberty's ranked here here in this next ranking um that loss may have cost them the big east regular season title uh it looks like uconn still just has the one loss liberty has two now uh-huh. um but you're still, I mean, you're going to be top, you imagine still probably top five or six in the country. And they finish here at home. So again, we talk about getting out and seeing some of these people before. And I, and I don't even know. Against Temple. Yeah, I think, th- I, I say get out and see them. I don't know with field hockey that you can just roll out there and, and watch them play. I'm not sure what the seating um, oh, yeah. capacity and all that I- entails. But yeah, they finish up uh, with Temple uh, here at home. Um, and I think that's one other uh, match as well. But Good news if you're a field hockey fan. We are going in depth in the fire with the field hockey program uh, for our Flame Central TV show. So next week you'll be able to see that as we go really inside their program and see what like what makes them so successful. And we know about some of the talent, but I'm interested to hear from the coaches and some of the people in their program like what it is they're doing that has allowed them to have this kind of ridiculous success for what's still a fairly young program. Yeah, we last took you in the fire with spring football, and it's just cool to see like, the behind the scenes of what programs have to do to prepare for, because you, I think sometimes fans just assume like, oh, this all just happens, you know, through practice. There's so much more time and effort put into it, but um, I just lost my train of thought, so I'm going to shift it over to Rhett, because you were just waving at me. Yeah, I was going to say, there's an old saying, show me a good coach, and I'll show you a good goalie. And I think that's exactly the case here with this team. Missoula Reed City out of the ocean has yes. been, for a freshman, amazing. Because you think you get in a – I'll use the term franchise player, okay? You get a franchise player and typically you think goal scorer, like we've yeah. seen Maroney and Bolton has been great roads. And defensively, I know they don't get as much love, but Liberty's had a history of solid defensive players as well. But I feel like in field hockey, if you get a stud goalkeeper – that is just a game changer. And I think that's what Azul has been. Like, just coming in, I'm not sure if they knew exactly what they had, but she has blown expectations out of the water. And I was watching some of her saves. Like, 
she makes it look easy. She, like she makes the hard ones look easy, and that's what you want in your goalkeeper. And I think that's been the difference. And and again, just a freshman like the the talent that Liberty is getting into all all sports on campus at the freshman level, like we've hit a new age, which we've talked about time and time again. And she is one of them. She is the, we've said they could win a national championship yeah. and you need stellar goaltending to be able to do that. And she's the one that could get it done. For she you. was the national defensive player of the week here, I guess this past week. Yeah. Four straight weeks. She has been the defensive player yeah. of the week in the Big East Conference. Right. And that's no slouch yes. of a field hockey conference, right? That's a step up right. from like, you know, sometimes you think of like a sun level compared to like power fives or whatever. Like Big East, you have national title contenders every year in field hockey. Yeah. So that just tells you how incredible she's been as a, yeah, as a freshman, Red. That's ridiculous. Yeah. We'll have to tell Donald Scott the in the fire. She's going to be part of the focus. Mic up. Okay. Yep. And in fact, I think he is going to mic her up or that's part of the plan is to kind of get a look into what makes her so special. I'm excited about that because like what I was saying is in the fire with football, like you you have an idea of what goes into that preparation, but with field hockey, it, that's all new to me. So, um, and then Rhodes is another outstanding player on that team. In 30 career games to the Lady Flames, she has uh, 29 goals, 14 yeah. assists, 72 points. And just a sophomore. Yeah. That's the thing, just it's a crazy. sophomore. We and need then... to get to South Africa to do a Flames. Well, yeah, yeah, you're not the first person to suggest that. But yeah, and you think too, and we were talking about this, just how different recruiting is for field hockey compared to some of the other sports. Yeah. You've got, just looking at their roster, a couple of girls from South Africa, girl from Belgium, uh, isn't... Uh, Azul from Argentina. Yes. Like, so you're polling from all over the place. Uh, Liberty's had great players from Ireland uh, in their history. They have a girl from the Netherlands. So you're polling from all over the world and to mesh all of those different people and backgrounds and cultures and like get it all to work together the way they have, like huge props to that program, what they've been able to do. So spring football just wrapped up with the, I, I don't think we can call it the spring game. What was it? The red, red white, white, and blue, blue scrimmage. Festival. Festival. Um, yeah. I was watching Jubilee. the mic'd up. <laughs> version uh just recap of it on social media and oh my gosh tj green the new running back transfer from utah this kid is quick maybe they like sped up the video but you could just hear coach freeze on the mic'd up saying okay he's done for the day he's good he's good but i'm so excited to watch him play this season they're gonna be really good You, you you lose peyton pickett right he decides to leave the program but you keep Josh Mack, who we know what he's about. Yeah. You keep Shedra Lewis, who, again, that was his first year playing running back at the college level. So you think he will only get better. And he had the monstrous game against uh, Syracuse. Syracuse. Yeah. And then you add in TJ Green, who is really explosive, the transfer from Utah. Like, they, they're probably going to be better as far as in that running back room, which is scary because they were good last year. And, and you team them with a dangerous running quarterback already, Malik Willis, like, and the O line's back. O line, a lot of that. Those you know, Malik back. Willis loves that having that yeah. depth in the backfield. Like I'm really, yeah, I'm really excited. And Green gives you kind of that in between, right? You've got Mac, who maybe it was obviously really good and and really patient runner, but maybe not a guy you think of as breakaway speed necessarily. Shedro obviously is that, but he's a really he's a smaller back. Green's kind of that in between, and so I think like as far as that goes, you have kind of every style of running back in there. We need to get we need to get Bruce Johnson to come on the podcast. Oh, that'd be fun. Maybe here this next month. Matt we'll get has him a on. lot of guest ideas. Yeah, we got a lot of ideas. A lot of ideas. Let's, well, just if we get some tacos, Bruce Johnson. That's true. Rhett introduced him to Tacos Locos yes. here in Lynchburg, and it he didn't know his about life. Tacos Locos. Well, he was new. He, he was just new to the town. Come. 
And Rhett shot a story with him yeah. there while they ate some tacos. And he didn't he go back that he very went, night? He went back that night with his family. So, you know, if we get a little taco yeah. spot. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It is a good spot. And they sponsor the podcast. Right? Nice, seriously. And Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if you guys caught the Flame Central show last week, but it was a football-focused show. I unfortunately embarrassed myself by whiffing on, with my seven iron on the golf oh, range right. with, with Malik Willis. So go ahead and check out that. But it kind of evened out because Malik was, you know, whiffing on some Not of great. them. Yeah. He, he does have a good swing. I mean, obviously, he he's super athletic. And he's only been playing since this year, so we all have a pretty solid golf story on camera. Like I did the go challenge, and I almost hit Jonah. Rhett almost slice. killed our buddy Jonah yeah. Jabor, who was filming on the side, and Rhett hit right off like the toe of the club and oh, just shot it sideways. I almost killed him. He would still have that ball lodged in his ribs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Matt, Matt almost happy Gilmore the club one go around in the rain for that. I snapped. Is that what it was? My driver. We did a. Uh, it was the Liberty. I need to see the footage. It of was this. the Liberty Athletics uh, golf tournament. And it was pouring rain, but I was upset, and I went to just smack the club kind of on my foot, and I kind of said, hitting the head of the club on my foot, I hit the shaft of the club and just snapped it right now. <laughs> that was the end of the drive. Yeah. Did that make on? Did that make air? I don't know if they got that on camera yeah. or not. Okay. Um. Oh my gosh! I, I need have, to find it. Yeah, I have a. T- uh, I have a temper problem on the golf course. (laughs) Don't we all? Um, One of the most uh, consistent golfers on Liberty's team is Kieran Vincent. He has been just lights out this season. You know, the golf team did have the COVID quarantine, but overall this season they have made an impact in some of these tournaments. Yeah, I think they're, what, like 15th right now, I think it is, in the country. Uh, Kieran Vincent just finished tied for fourth at the John Haight Invitational. And uh, also one of 15 golfers on the Fred Haskins watch list. Yeah. We mentioned that on our TV show a couple weeks ago. That's 15 golfers up for the best golfer in the nation. So, like, that's like the Heisman Trophy of yeah. golf, you know, if you want to think of it that way. So, big props to him. He is a guy that battled injury yeah. for a lot of his career, but it's really all come together for him. Happy for him. And, uh, and Rhett, I know you have, again, talking about the TV side, you right. have a golf story coming out here in the not-too-distant future that kind of highlights some of the work those guys have put in and one of the unique aspects here at Liberty. Yeah, especially for Kieran, just they have uh, the Titleist Performance um, Institute of Technology. There's a uh, ability for them to utilize that here in Lynchburg. So we're going to do a story on that, and Kieran's used that uh, to kind of help him navigate through the injury front over the course of the years here at Liberty, and he says that was a big part of, of his game. And I obviously it doesn't like it doesn't make you a robot when it comes right. to swinging. It helps you perfect what you do well. And, and maybe helps you uh, physiologically fix some areas that might need some strengthening. So, yeah, he was he was big on that. Him and Jonathan Yon were nice enough to come out and have some fun with us. So, yeah. And Kieran's such a good guy. Yes. Like, he is. We did a story with him, Bobby Bullock, actually. Yeah. Back in the day when he was a freshman, a story, just a great personality. Maybe he can give you some pointers, Matt. Listen, maybe you should be doing You don't know stories. this yet, but we're actually going to be golfing together in the not-too-distant future. I haven't told you. Have a, you have a mouse in your I'll, pocket? I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that later. Well, who's we? <laughs> you and me. You and me. <laughs> Oh, boy. Get your game ready. (laughs) About my two weeks. Um, All right, guys. So we have a lot that we just covered with Liberty Athletics. There's a lot more that is ahead. So we'll get Matt on um, all these guests that he is looking to bring on the show in the next, I don't know, day or two. We're hoping to get Coach McKay to talk about wrapping up the season and and what a year it was for the Flames. So um, pretty exciting stuff. Wreck. Wait, do you guys want to do your Matt's Yeah, I've got one. 
Oh, gosh. I've got, I've got a some, I, I feel like, you know, some weeks you do, some weeks you don't. Uh, we all know that Rhett can ramble. Yeah, so go ahead all right. and give the people what they want. So if you're like me, you've probably been watching a lot of NCAA tournament basketball. And one thing that I've noticed, and this isn't a new thing, but I was just thinking about it last night. And I thought this, this will be my match minute for this week. I am so tired. That's when you know this podcast is I a success. I am so tired of all the shots of people's families. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, no. yes, everyone has a parent or a wife and kids. Yeah. But like I'm watching last night the Alabama-UCLA game, and they showed UCLA coach Mick Cronin's dad, like, no joke, 15 times. Oh, I got you. I'm like, I realize there aren't normal-sized crowds. Like, we, yes, he has a father. Like, <laughs> like if there's yeah. a story there... Tell it the first time, right. and then maybe you go back one other time, like right at the end, or if it's a huge moment. But like they showed him more than they showed the coach. I'm, I'm like, with, I'm with you. Like, what was it? Is he famous? No. It's like, is there? What's the purpose? Do they think an average viewer is gonna be like, you know, I wasn't gonna watch this, but darn it, that old guy just. He's seen, <laughs> I'm gonna stick around and see if he makes it to the end of the game. I don't right. know. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like the only thing I'll I'll say this. When they showed Ellie McKay just getting after it, break, yes. dancing during the Liberty game. Of course. that That's good. That's good content. But just the old guy sitting there watching or whatever, or just the like family, like, I'm like, we, yeah. why? Like, show the game. Like, it's a close game. I don't need to keep going back to this guy. I don't understand the draw. I think it's just probably like a producer who's just like bored with, with the game is like, hey, yeah. hey show the show, show the dad again. Like, come on, like get a little bit more creative, right? Like I, Matt I, Warner, the heartless voice. Yeah, I don't need. Of Liberty I, yeah, I don't basketball. need to see that. Like, I don't know. Like, they just it's overused. It's overused. That that Matt the, Warner. What I'll say, not a family man. Rhett, no, you. Harsh. Well, and at the same time, yeah. don't you think if you're that person, you're probably like. Please stop showing me. I, it's, I agree. Like, I please start stop, picking my nose. Yeah, please on stop camera. showing me on camera. Like it's uncomfortable. Like it's a high tension moment, and they keep going it's back true. to the guy. It's like, come on, we don't. We don't need yeah. to. That was a great game, though. That was. A good All game. right, Rhett, you have another one, another yeah, chicken in the coop. I do. Got a uh, baby. Yeah, Alora. Sorry, I'm used to baby eight just rolls. I, I don't know. know why. Just I feel like it's a good like hashtag for her or something. <laughs> Let but, me yeah. tell you, your wife sent me. Photos of Laura and her cheeks are everything. I just want to squeeze her cheeks. They're just so cute. God's good. We've had four boys in a row. I wanted a little girl. Um, and I wanted a chubby little girl, and we got just that. (laughs) So that was good. I wasn't going with chubby. No, no, she's she's got some she's got some chub to her. She was our second heaviest baby, so it was was a chubby little girl. So good. It was so funny. I brought lasagna to Red's family uh, the night before they had the baby, and. I, I, Brett, I'm sorry, but I can't keep track of your kids' names. That's but, okay. Wait, was this like a Stouffer's or did you like legit make this yourself? No, I made it. No, she made it. It was good. Okay. It, was, it wasn't it was, like I you was just really grabbed by Sam's and grabbed the when box. When Red sent me a photo after, I felt terrible because it was like all cleaned out. I'm like, why didn't I make oh, two no, cans okay. of this? Like, no, everybody was. Because my mom always had this aunt. I think I've told you guys this that, oh, look, we had just enough when everyone was like, starving and would go to Burger King after the meal. So I felt like no, my no. mom's aunt, like you guys were like, oh, look, we had just enough. We're still starving. But I go over to drop it off. And one of Rhett's boys is like, yeah, yeah, I want to show you my chickens. I want to show you the chickens. And of course, I hear about chickens yeah. and Mr. Wicker or whatever all the time. Like I need to go see. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Right. Yeah, and he's yeah, just yeah. like, yeah, um, 
we lost like two out of three of our chickens or like telling me this story about how Rhett had to kill one of the chickens. Oh, yes. And he's like, yeah, so I looked at the chicken and I said, it's time to die. Yeah, he stole. (laughs) That was actually his brother that said that. He was trying to steal the punchline. But it was so funny. And Lakin will tell you stories for days. I love it. I love it. And he's always just like looking at me like, how was your day today, Emily? How are you doing? Like so proper and and polite. You guys- I'll tell you a funny story. My oldest daughter, Adelaide, she's 11. Um, she, I don't know where she gets it from. She's like 11 going on 22. So when when you brought your lasagna over, I don't know where she comes up with this stuff, but she eats it and she has these like predetermined thoughts. So she ate it and she's like, wow, this is, this is actually really good. And I'm like, what were you, what were you expecting? She's just oh like, no, gosh. it's like. This is, she's like, this is good. Emily did a good job. Aww. And then Matt was kind enough to bring over some food last night. And uh, we get inside the house and there's cookies. And Adelaide like opens up the cookies. And she's like, Dad, they did excellent. That was top notch. The cookies are still warm. Props to them. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just that like, okay, awesome. Adelaide, food yeah. critic. Right. Watch too much of the British baking yeah, show. Pretty yeah. much. But yeah. I love it. All right. Well. Great to have everyone back no, in was, was the great. house, guys. It, it's it's felt like it's been forever. So, um, all right. Well, hopefully, liberty continues. I always feel like awkward because Matt's like looking at me, like wrap up the show, and and you just don't blame me for this. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, hopefully, the Liberty Flames continue to their winning way, so we have a lot more to talk about. We'll see you guys next week.